Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 130 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. We're so glad that you're here, fam. You know, why are we here? I'll tell you why we're here. There's three E's that we talk about every week. We want to entertain you. We want to encourage you and we want to help equip you. And you know, I was thinking today, if we were to add a fourth E, there's all kinds of possibilities. One of the possibilities would be extra. And when I think about somebody who is the most extra person I know, I think about one person really, and one person alone. And that person goes by the moniker, Big Yonce. Is that a compliment? Usually when I call someone yeah, extra, it's, a compliment. It's, it's kind of more of an insult, but uh, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. I sure. meant it with a great sure. deal of charm. No, I'm sure you did. Brian, you have a heart of gold, so I'll take that. That is a compliment. <laughs> it's so good to be here. You know, it's it's been a bit. It's been a bit because my, my schedule's been, been extra. But, um, but it has, it's, it's, right, it's, right. it's so good to be back, back in the saddle again. And we've got a great uh, episode ahead of us. You know, we're going to share some laughs like we always do. We're going to share some um, some resources and We're going to add a fifth E since we're talking about E's right now. We're going to have a conversation about exhaustion. (laughs) Truthfully, special edition of sliding into the DMs. Brian and I are going to get raw. Things are going to get real. We're going to talk about um, exhaustion. But before we get to all of that, Brian, will you take just a moment to tell our listeners about our wonderful sponsor, Planning Center? It would be my pleasure because I love Planning Center. Yep. Oh, yeah. Game changing innovation, fam game-changing. So Planning Center, if you don't know what it is or you've never had a chance to check it out, Planning Center makes software. It's designed to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry. It's a set of online software products that you can subscribe to individually or use together as a full church management system. You can always try any product free for 30 days. Uh, They recently launched a new product called Publishing. Planning Center Publishing is a way for churches to create their own custom content and share sermons with their congregation through the Church Center app and website. I would highly encourage you to check it out at planningcenter.com. We love it. our friends at Planning yeah, Center. Yeah, go do it. Go. I don't know we how people, 3, like, how do you stay organized without Planning Center? I just... I don't know, man. The, I, just, do, I do not know. So much I, extra work. It has such a game changer. Absolutely. Such a game changer. I've told you this before. When I first started, and maybe for you too, like scheduling was like a couple of weeks of an endeavor right. of sending it out and getting responses and all that kind of stuff. You can schedule three weeks or three months in planning center and. Yeah. Well, because when you started, you were sending those requests through the uh, Pony Express, weren't you? (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. Technical foul. (laughs) See, that's what that, that's what that extra E. Homing pigeons. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while since we've heard from Big Yonce. So, okay, I want to, I'm going to, we, we talked with David over the last couple of weeks yeah. about, about this. And I want to ask you, what is something about you 
that would surprise people? There's probably several things, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I think I'm going to go with this. I love playing Call of Duty. We have a, Come on. We have an Xbox. We have Xbox 360 and uh, the One, but I'm not allowed on the One because that's my 16 year old son. But <laughs> Call of Duty, man, there's just there's just nothing like. And I do all local play. People are like, "Oh, are you live?" No, I don't get on Xbox Live. Local play, uh, Modern Warfare. Those ones are some of my favorites. Although I've recently been revisiting Ghosts. Um, I like playing with someone and we're fighting all the bots and we're doing all of that. I like light machine guns. Those are my guns of choice. I prefer those. Uh, nice. You know, it, but yeah, I think some people sometimes find that unusual. But um, yeah, that's something about me. I love, I love, I like those kind of games too, like the shoot, the shoot 'em up games. I'm sorry if that offends anybody out there. I'm not into like wee bowling and that kind of a thing. I'm like, no, n- nope. Let's <laughs> let's let's go on a mission. I I need a good mission, and yeah, I'm gonna. So I've been a little under the weather, and I'm on a lot of medication. And I, <laughs> I thought you said, I thought you said weebling. Like when I was a kid, there <laughs> weebles, were these t- weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Weebles wobble, but they don't. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought she said. I was like. We bowling, <laughs> and then I thought, "Come on, tasty." We, we bowling. bowling. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Okay, it's going to be a fun. My, this... my we is broken. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a we, but it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> oh man! Okay, okay. Same question to you then. What's something you hit? You know, you hit people with one last week. Are you ready I got to you with one last? Yeah, week, but Barry, Barry, Barry Manilow, can you bear your soul again and give give our listeners something else? Well, you know, I had a I had a Call of Duty phase, and my uh, I have I I my I had a, I was a PlayStation guy, and I got I don't know I haven't turned it on in a really long time, and um, I was a sniper guy. Um, I, I really I find that so the, surprising that you played Call of the Duty. The solitude of that, just yeah, I really Man. I was into it for a while. I had the I was talking to people with the headset and everything, um, <laughs> but I would say, okay, so. Something that not a lot of people know. And so we, we, my mom passed last July, mm-hmm. July, and she would even make fun of me for this. So if your 80 year old mom is making fun of you for something, oh, it's, it's just, time to look this is going to be mirror. good. So this is going to be I good. I have this, I have this, <laughs> <laughs> I have two OCD habits that I have really struggled to break. And I probably need to unpack this. Remember, we had Steve Arterburn, the counseling guy, yeah, bring him back a year ago. I probably need to. <laughs> I probably need to unpack this with Steve. But um, so the first one deals with credit cards. I have to count credit cards before I I put it back in my pocket. Wait, and wait. I count them mul- multiple times. Like it's just kind of a double checking to make sure I have them all. Okay. My wife makes fun of me. My, like I said, my 80-year-old mom used to make fun of me oh, uh, for that. And the other one is locking, like locking doors in my car. <laughs> I compulsively, like I'm the guy in the parking lot who beeps his lock like four or five times. My husband does that. It, like it's, that one's a little bit more- I don't know more, what it is. That one's a little bit more common. Okay. Do you have to lock, yeah. do you mess with the door locks while you're driving? No, I don't do that. Okay. But I have actually broken the lock of our front door multiple times <laughs> because I double, like the deadbolt part of it, I like, and I, I got to make sure it's locked there. I don't want anybody coming in and getting my peeps. You man. know what? My favorite so, thing to do is to people that are like yeah. you, which again, my husband is oh like you. I wait for him to do it. Like lock, 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 
wait for him to walk away, and then I'll go. And then you unlock it. Did you? No, I'm like, did oh. you check the lock? Because I know he did. He knows he did, but he's like, dang it. Now I have to go back and check it again. Or back in the day when he had an alarm clock, he's like checking the time. You'd hear him like, he's like pushing it, pushing it, pushing it to make sure the he has his alarm set. And I would wait like 30 seconds and I'd go, do you have your alarm set for the right time? And he'd oh be like- Oh my gosh, you're so evil. You're evil. Evil. It's another E. Kim does, no, no. Yeah, exactly. The sixth E. So Kim- uh, she will double check the front door for us because she's tired of paying locksmiths to come and repair it. And so if she hears me approaching the front door after she's already, she, I hear her yell from the upstairs, it's locked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. That's oh, good. Yeah. That's, that's good. It. Wow. Okay. So everyone needs to pray for Brian. Yeah, uh, pray for me. He's got, he's, you know, yep. those are some issues. <laughs> I'll be looking for a therapist. Pack through my OCD. Um, <laughs> oh man! So you know we talk about the the merch every week, guys. We got this worship leader probs merch. Love for you to keep, and lots of you have been uh, grabbing some. So so grateful for that. If you're headed to Experience Conference in September, I hope you'll hop on and uh, buy something in the store and wear it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that'll that'll be awesome. We need to take over this thing. Yes, uh, with worship leader probs reps, and that's at Experience Conference, uh, which is happening in September mm-hmm. at Walt Disney World. Hope that you will make plans to join us there. You gotta, you gotta join us. It's going to be so much fun. We're, I mean, we've got plans. We got some big plans for experience. We do. Eat we got big plans. Eating it's be awesome. And then we're gonna chat and hang out. We're gonna eat some more, and then record a live podcast and then we're going to eat some more. So all of Brian's, yes, we are. This is Brian's favorite things. <laughs> all of our favorite things. Yeah. Well, Brian, I think it's about time. Not that we haven't been laughing enough. Cause I think that, I think that we've, we've got a good amount of laughter, but we got to take it we to do. the next level. It's time to take it to the next level. So why don't you go ahead and swing us on into a little segment we like to call prayer concerns. So fam, you guys have been sending us some of the funnier prayer concerns that we've gotten. And this is episode 130. So we've seen a few and uh, thank you for doing that. So this is what, if you're new to the podcast, this is what a prayer concern is. So in all of our churches, we have some sort of response device, like a connection card or communication card. And maybe on the back, there's a little section that says, how can we pray for you? Sometimes they put prayer requests there. Often they will put some sort of comment about the service or maybe even about you personally. Mm -hmm. They like to let you know how they think you're doing and sometimes they don't think you're doing that great. (laughs) Uh, So they might might even use the chat of your live stream. They might use a Google or Yelp review. You never know how they're coming, but they're coming for you. And you can always send your funny comments in to us. Uh, Go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours. You'll always be anonymous. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. We got this comment recently, and it just simply says, Praise the Lord. Thank you for no drums this Sunday. (laughs) They're they're friends with the person who says the drum is the the demon portal or whatever. (laughs) That's right. The snare drum. (laughs) They've got to be. They're buddies. Oh, my gosh. They're from that same camp there. (laughs) That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Prayer concern number two. And it says, you never spotlight 
spotlight my niece like the worship pastor and that other guy. Oh, my. Mm. Oh, Aunt Becky. Aunt <laughs> Becky's got her <laughs> feathers ever, ruffled. Have you ever had someone show up? <laughs> We've had this happen a few times where it's like worship's going on and they decide to film whoever's on stage, their relative, but they've got the light the light on their camera. So it's just, you see this. <laughs> it happened the other week in our service. I'm like, hey, uh, you got your light on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, People, gosh. come on, turn that thing off. Yeah. Turn that thing yeah. off. Okay. Number three, number three, prayer concern. Number three, this is from someone who volunteers at their church to run their live stream on Facebook. And <laughs> this is a the message they got. I watched your live stream to see what the new pastor was like. My question is this, why is your church trying so hard to look like the world instead of being separate from the world? Also, there was so much clutter on the stage, it was difficult to focus on the message. You might consider cleaning the mics, cords, music stands, amps, etc. out of view of the camera during the message. If you can't do that, a more close-up shot of the pastor would solve it too. I'll be watching. Oh my goodness. Wow. Oh gosh, people, people. A lot of details <laughs> there, man. Man, that person had a lot to say. <laughs> a lot to say. Holy moly. Oh man. That's a very, very full analysis. Yeah, yeah. That, there was One a lot right there. One might say there's hardly time to worship if you are thinking that hard about it. Yeah, 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 right? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay, number four, prayer concern number four. Announcements don't belong in service, but hey, at least it's a good time to go to the bathroom. Wow. <laughs> Gosh. These are the same people that complain that they don't know what's happening at the church, though. The same exactly. people. The same person's going to go, well, I didn't know about that event. Because <laughs> you were making a pit stop. Right, right. Too busy pit stopping. Oh, Come on, fam. Come on, fam. All right, number five. This is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. And it says, we've been talking from the platform about joining our worship arts team. And I got this email that simply said, I'm interested in seeing the worship art. What is worship art? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I'm telling oh, you, my Lord. I've said it before. I, we've got to have a follow-up to some of these. I, again, I'm like, what did you say back? Would you Please send them? Please tell us how that went. Please tell me you sent them like a, a Bob Ross clip or something. Like... <laughs> Set to some Bethel music or something in the background. <laughs> oh man! So that's that's prayer concerns. So keep sending them in, you guys. Keep sending them in. Again, we won't ever share your name, your church's name. We won't expose you. We just want the funny stuff. So you can send them in through the Worship Leader Props website. There's a tab you can click on, or you can send them through Instagram, the DM. But keep them coming because we are absolutely loving them, and everybody loves them. Absolutely, keep absolutely. Um, so one of the things that we like to do on the podcast is talk about questions that we get from you. Uh, we love that you follow on all the socials. We love that you engage and we get lots and lots of questions. And so, um, let's head into the final segment of the podcast that we call sliding into the DMS. So 2020 took its toll on all of us. Oh, yeah. And 2021, uh, 
hasn't been a whole lot easier in terms of ministry and climbing out of whatever 2020 was. And so <laughs> we we are getting lots and lots of questions about um, leading in exhaustion, yeah. leading through exhaustion, being exhausted. Um, Scott and I talked a little bit about it in the Philo episode a couple of weeks ago, but it was in the context of a lot of questions and that just happened to be one of them. And so Jen and I wanted to take uh, a moment and just talk a little bit about leading through exhaustion and leading when you're exhausted. And um, so let's just have a conversation about yeah. that if you're game. Um, yeah, exhausted leaders, you know, ex exhausted spiritually, physically, emotionally. Mm -hmm. um, so, okay, Jen, you're like the busiest person I know. So Jen, you're a wife, you're a mother of five, you're a worship pastor, you're a worship leader, you're a songwriter, you're a memer, you're a podcast co-host. <laughs> Have you ever been exhausted in ministry? Oh, no, no, never. Never a day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> constantly, truthfully, constantly. And there's some seasons where it's harder than others. But before we, before we hit record on this, we were talking a little bit about coming out of 2020. I do think that this last season has probably been one of the most exhausting. But it's, it's almost like a it hit me later on. Like I knew last year was tiring while we were in it, but it's been in this last like month and a half that I've kind of felt myself hitting a little bit of a wall going, man, I'm, t I'm tired. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really tired. Like my soul is tired and there's no end in sight. There's, you know, there's always services on the weekends, you know, family's got to be taken care of, you know, memes need to be created. There's, there's always someone who needs something. Yeah. And so exhaustion is very, very real. Um, I, th I think something that I'm learning is it's important to kind of be in tune with yourself, with where you're at oh, and being yeah. real about it, you know, being real about, okay, I'm, I'm tired. Something has to give somewhere, you know, something the Lord's been really talking to me about is Sabbath, you know, and it's, Sabbath is a gift from God. Rest is a gift from God. And, and not just that, it's not just like a suggestion. I think sometimes, especially ministry, we can treat it like God suggests that we rest. And it's like, no, he actually commanded it. He commanded mm. his people, Oof. take a rest. I have given you this, this day to, to rest, refresh, you know, that, that kind of thing. It's a command. And so that's something that I've been thinking a lot about lately is do I treat rest like an option? that, you know, maybe I can do this if I want, or do I really take it seriously? Like, the, God God wants me to rest. I need to rest because when I'm not resting, whatever that might look like, when I'm not finding a margin in my life to, to make room for rest, am I really in obedience to God? Am I operating the way He wants me to be? You know, so that's been something I've been thinking a lot about lately. As you look at, like, the spiritual, physical, emotional, mm -hmm. is there one of those that hits— first for you, like as a warning signal, or is it different every time? Uh, it's usually emotional, shocking, because I'm a lady, but it's usually, I'll, I'll just find myself like, why am I so much more emotional? Why is this, why is this bothering me? Why am I crying over a commercial? Like, why, like what, what is going on? Why are some of these things hitting me differently? Or why am I having a conversation with someone and I'm just like starting to cry? That's usually when I go, okay, there's, I, might be I might be tired. Like, why am I so susceptible emotionally? Or even like, let's be real, like getting offended easier getting my feelings hurt easier, taking things a little bit too personally. You know, those are things, if I like start to notice like, man, this week, so many people have hurt my feelings. So many people have rubbed me the wrong way. So many people have offended me. I'm like, 
Mm, what's the that one doesn't common? happen in the church. Come nah, on, no, I know. But I do kind of go, what's the common denominator? And go, yeah, okay, yeah. I need to take a step back and go, is it me? Am I being like overly sensitive right now? Am I overly sensitive? And not maybe necessarily in a bad way, but sometimes that's a way to, that I get signaled like, oh, I think I'm, I'm tired. Something, something's mm. going on. And it could be just like I'm emotionally capped out and I don't have an emotional capacity right now to handle whatever yeah. it is that's that's going on. So I would say for me, more emotions. Okay, so what about you? Because similar thing, you are a worship pastor of multiple campuses. You're a husband. Um, you, you've got this whole worship leader probs empire going on. And then if that's not enough, you support Kim, and Kim's got a whole ministry that she's doing. And um, so so what do you do? How does exhaustion hit you, and, and, and how do you handle it? Oh, man. Um, I, I Oddly enough, I would say emotionally it hits me first as well mm-hmm. and i can i i just start to realize you know i've i've talked about before like every week i try to have this prayer right on the top of my heart uh you know god prepare me for every conversation i'll have this right. week the ones yeah. that will encourage me and the ones that won't and there will be both every single week and um and so it usually for me it shows up emotionally Right. Uh, for sure. Like I, I start looking, um, I start, I start taking everything kind of feels personal. Um, you know, I, I and I sort of have this rep, reputation for not liking questions, um, for in our, in our team. And, um, I always, I'm like, okay, it's, it's not that I don't like questions. It's questions that I've already answered. Those are the ones that are the, 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 uh, the problem for me. And so, but it definitely, uh, it definitely shows up emotionally for me first. Um, but you know, the, the physical and spiritual are usually not far behind. Um, if it's, uh, if it's shown up emotionally and I, I can almost always tell you it, that there's something I've been neglecting, just like mm-hmm. you talked about neglecting that Sabbath, um, neglecting, you know, carving out space, um, in your life, that's, that's something that's not just going to happen. Um, that has to be an intentional decision on our part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. It's like life moves in seasons. And so there's obviously there's going to be seasons of busyness and that kind of thing. But something I'm trying to pay attention to is like, if this is not stopping and not changing, this is no longer a season. It's like, okay, you know, think about the way weather works. You know, usually our seasons are three, four months, that kind of thing. And so <clears throat> I'm like, if this is continuing on, it's like six months and a year. I'm like, man, it, is this still a season or is this a new pattern of life? And I think that that's something that we have to really pay attention to. You know, COVID last year, 2020, that was a really, really long year. That was a really, really long year. Boy, it sure but was. I, I think because of the way it dragged on, some of us may have established kind of like a new pattern of work that is maybe not healthy, you know, because again, it was nonstop since everything was over Zoom and, you know, churches were trying to scramble and how do we reach people and ministry already doesn't happen, you know, nine to five. It happens. There's no off switch. There's no off switch. So then you combine everything that, you know, we went through last year. Um, To me, I'm like, it just blew all of the boundaries and all of the parameters out. And so I think that all of us probably need to do some evaluating going, okay, did I establish kind of a new habit and new pattern of, of, you know, working that maybe isn't as necessary anymore? Yeah. You know, I, 
that resonates with me so much because, you know, we're locked in, we're locked at home and you're thinking, okay, I can, I don't have to do that right now. I can do it tonight when my spouse is doing this or whatever. And so, Mm -hmm. man, if you're still doing that, that is a great, that's a great point. Right. Um, so, okay. When you say it, if it, it comes out emotionally first, what does that look like for you? Uh, Usually, I, I try to be a real strong type of person, um, and it's it, lately a lot. It's just been crying. It's really interesting. I'll just cry at the drop of a hat, and and I don't like to cry in front of people either. And that's what's yeah. been happening is I'll be in a conversation oh, no. with someone, and we're talking about something difficult, and it's just like tears. And I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm really really raw. Um, but that's it's. I'm trying to not necessarily hate it either because it's like that's part of being vulnerable, right? And if we're just always Which putting is not on this comfortable. No, and if we're always putting on this like strong, I can do everything, you know, like to me, I'm like, that's not real. That's not real. And it's important for people to kind of be able to see, you know, like a vulnerable side of us. And so I've had to kind of embrace the discomfort of saying to someone, hey, I'm struggling a little bit right now, or I'm, you know, I'm exhausted. Like even for me personally, I mean, you know, like toward the end of last year, I got COVID and then I got pneumonia and valley fever and I was in the hospital and valley fever is like, a a year long journey. And, you know, so I'm just used to like run, 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 go, 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 go. And having to kind of walk that journey and not being able to work and move and function at the level I'm used to, it's forced me to kind of be able to be vulnerable with people and go, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm exhausted. I'm hitting a wall and I'm, and I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm tired and, you know, have, you know, give me grace, pray for me. You know, I think that we talk a lot about like, hey, let me know if you need prayer. Um, or we say, hey, reach out in prayer. But when when we're in a raw place, I think sometimes it's hard to kind of reach out and go, hey, will you pray for me? I'm struggling, you know? Yeah. And I think these are things that we have to, we got to get better about. You know, the, the Bible talks about how we've got to bear each other's burdens, help each other. And, you know, it doesn't mean you have to come in with a solution, but just even saying like, man, you do so much, or I'm so sorry you're tired. I'm thinking of you and praying for you. Like that means a lot to people. I think I think showing comfort Mm. is something that we are not in the age that we live in. We're just not particularly skilled at showing comfort for someone. And probably that's because a lot of people have not been shown what comfort looks like. Mm -hmm. And um, that is, that's something, you know, that Kim and I were having a conversation uh, recently, you know, uh, we overheard a conversation at church and somebody was pouring out their, you know, their heart to someone like as in a struggle. And it, it was, it wasn't dismissed, but it was kind of like onto the, onto the next thing. And I, mm. I, when I heard that, I was just like, was, I mean, I, I bet that, that, that hurts my heart for that person because I bet, I bet they don't often know how to show comfort because they don't know what it looks like. They've not experienced yeah. comfort in their own life. Right. Um, Man, I, I tell you, when I, when I start to get frayed emotionally, I start, I, my temper is, my, my fuse is quick. Yeah. I'm irritable. Mm-hmm. My, blood, blood, my blood pressure gets up. It's like you're almost reading a list offline. I grind my teeth at night. Wow. Um, and that is when I'm, when I'm sleeping, I ought, you know, that that's not always the case. And so, yeah. um, you know, looking for those warning signs and that's mm-hmm. exactly what they are. Uh, they're, they're warning signs. So like when you, 
when you get into that place, okay, mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about exhausted leaders. Right. What, what do you, do you have like some guardrails mm-hmm. set up in mm-hmm. your life or how do you, how do you handle that? Well, the nice thing is, you know, husband is a good sounding board. And so sometimes it takes someone close to you that goes, hey, you you know, things are a little rocky right now. But ways that I work through it is I kind of go, okay, if I'm noticing I I seem exhausted or I'm overwhelmed or there's just so much and I'm I'm dropping the ball everywhere and I can't get, I can't get stuff done. Um, Usually I first kind of go back to, okay, what is my time with the Lord looking like? Because I think, too, something that I can tend to do, I don't know about you, but I can even make my daily devotion time, it starts to lean more into work than relationship. Oh, yeah. Especially oh, yeah. when we're in a season that's go, 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 go. We can even make that that devotion time with the Lord about like, okay, I'm going to read this and I'm going to get through this so then I can, you know, whatever, I can get ready, I can move on with my day. And so that's usually kind of like the first spot. I start to go, okay, what has my devotion time with the Lord been looking like? Is Has my mindset been a little bit more work? And less about let me just commune with the Father before all the work hits me, you know? Um, And then another thing I do is I start to look and go, okay, um, what what is all the stuff I've taken on that is kind of like, I don't need to do this. Somebody else can do this. I've said yes to to too many things. You know, something that um, that I've really been... Um, exercising in my mind a lot lately. And I think Craig Rochelle is the one who said it, but it, I, I think it was on his podcast, but he was talking about how saying yes to something is a no to something else. Yeah, and wow. so if we're just yeah. constantly, so if I say yes to, to uh, you know, a ministry thing and I say yes to doing this outside and I say, yes, I'm saying no to something else. And usually that no is, you know, to my family or, you know, to my own personal <laughs> well-being. Like, I don't need to sleep. Yeah. I'll just drink more coffee, you know, that kind of a thing. <laughs> and so, so I've been trying to even exercise going, what, what needs to be put off or what do I need to say no to, or what do I need to empower someone else to do and just go, Hey, you know what? Are they going to do it the way I would do it? Absolutely not. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. So what can I hand off to someone else um, to do? And then even kind of looking going, okay, if it's something I can't hand off, what in my schedule can I kind of rearrange and just kind of going, all right, what what needs to what needs to what can wait? Because sometimes too, I build up an urgency in me. I got to do this. I got to yeah, do this. Yeah. And if I really look at it, I'm like, that doesn't have to be done right now. That can wait another week. So let me push that. And that's not necessarily procrastinating. It's more like I'm going to carve out this time on this day, and I'm going to do that so that instead I can do something that brings me joy, that's refreshing to me. You know, I can play a little Call of Duty. I can. <laughs> I can do something that is an outlet that will refresh me. And I think that that's the thing is we have to know what what refreshes us. Yes, yeah, we've got to get refreshed at the well with Jesus. We've got to, you know, we've got to be at that well dipping into him. But on a very real side too, it's like there's there's practical, other practical things in life that refresh us. Maybe it's grabbing coffee. Maybe it's running and going and seeing a movie. Maybe it's playing some video games. Maybe it's it's something. And we have to be aware of those things so that we know, okay, what can I hone in on that's also going to refresh my soul right now? Well, and I think, you know, one of the things you said is that your husband is a good sounding board. And, yep. um, you know, finding finding a person who can be a sounding board is so uh, important. And sometimes maybe uh, it's your spouse. Um, yeah. If you're not, if you're not married, you know, finding uh, that appropriate, you know, mm-hmm. person in your life um, that you can uh, really un- unpack some stuff, you know, sometimes it's a professional, yeah. you know, like yep. a counselor, like, Absolutely. Um, you know, I, if you, if you need, 
there, there's if you need help, you know, with some some guardrails or just reminding you you need that reminder that like just like Jen said, you know, the the whole thing of saying no is something that you're in charge of. Yes. Yeah. Now, what I'm not saying is just start saying no to everything your boss asks you to do and you lose your job. Right. I'm not saying that. Right. But, you know, picking picking your spots, um, you know, there's there's a quote from, we talked about him earlier, uh, our friend Steve Arterburn from New Life Ministries. And um, here's a quote from his, his book, uh, Going Deeper. It says, uh, the soul that is developed from godly character is able to set a boundary. Mm. It is able to say the hardest two-letter word, no. Yeah. Mm. That's not easy. No. Um, and if you're young in ministry, um, that's going to seem harsh. Mm-hmm. It's going to sound like you're not, you don't have the heart for the Lord or yeah. the church or the ministry or any, and that is not the case. Now, if you're always saying no, that's one, that's one thing. Right. Um, but learning how to, to say no in a way that kind of protects your soul is something that you need to spend some time figuring mm-hmm. out what that looks like yeah. in your life. Yeah. Um, because nobody's going to do it for you. No, no. I will say this to you to bounce off of that. If you're a leader, um, You've got to help watch out for the people that are serving under you. You know, especially especially if we have younger volunteers. Younger volunteers, I love them. Man, they they've got so much energy, and I want to be <laughs> yes, on every week. And but what can happen is early on in ministry, they can develop a pattern of it's just work, 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 work every single week. And I'm here and I'm working, and they actually don't know how to exist in a church setting in a church service if they aren't doing something. And so, leaders, I would like to challenge you guys to like. Be mindful of your teams underneath you. So we've got some team members that, you know, are higher thresholds and they're on more than others, but I still go, it's the max you're on is I make sure you have one weekend off a month at least. So it's like three on one off. And I make sure that that happens for our team members. And some of our, you know, some of my young ones will be like, that's okay, I can keep going. And I'm like, no, you need a weekend off. You need a weekend off and come, come to one service. And then I want you to rest. I want you to. Yeah. I want you to rest, and and so we've got to be mindful of that as as leaders, and I think that that can help even build that into the culture of our teams. And you Absolutely. know, it can be hard because if if you have a senior leader that maybe doesn't think that way, again, you've got to breach the awkward conversation of going, "Hey, so here's the deal." You know, I need rest or, because the the fact of the matter is, is if we don't rest and if we're not honest about it, we're going to burn out. Absolutely, <laughs> we're going to crash. Gonna you're going to you're going to crash and burn. Happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I love, so, you know, we're not here telling you, uh, you know, take a month and go backpacking through Europe. Now, if you have the means and the opportunity, do that. Bring us to, Um, bring us with you. that's not always realistic (laughs) for you. Exactly. That's not always realistic. So, you know, find, go for a, go for a walk. Yeah. You know, uh, go for a run. If that's the kind of thing that gets you, you know, go. I don't know, yeah. fish, climb yeah. a tree, build a tree house, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, find the thing that does that for you. The thing that, that kind of recenters your focus on the Lord, yep. or at least clears out a space for that to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you, you gotta, you gotta find that. You and leave your phone behind. Your leave your phone behind. Leave it behind. Put it in yes. another room. Turn off Instagram. And yeah. 
Go find your peace. I like, honestly, even if it's just like one one evening a week for an hour, you silence your phone and you leave it in another room just to detach yeah. from it. Because again, I think that we all just don't realize how constantly we're interrupted or we're flooded with it's stuff. And it's it's always there. Yeah. And it, that's overwhelming. And that that gets exhausting. Yes, that gets exhausting yes, too. Yes, it does. You know, so, and I think it's just honestly realizing too in ministry while we all love the Lord and we want to give our everything for him, we have to realize that, like, I remember, you know, I mentor a lot of girls and there was a point where I was getting so tired because it's like, I want to help them with everything. And I want to, you know, meet up with them all the time. And I want to answer every text. And finally I was just hitting a wall. Cause I'm like, I'm so tired. And the Lord was like, it's cause you're not me. You're not Oof. Jesus. And you've got to realize that like, while I show the love of Jesus and I do my best at some point, I have to go only Jesus, only God can be all of this to these people. So I have to have that awareness too. Cause I think sometimes it can feed a sense of importance in us, you know? And so I had to kind of go, okay, I'm going to love them like Jesus. I'm, I'm going to be like Jesus, but I have to point them to Jesus and make sure I'm not the Jesus <laughs> that everyone's trying to come to, you know, I got to point people yeah. to Jesus and let him do what he does, you know? Amen. Amen. So, man, that's great. Fam, we would love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, send us an email, info at worshipleaderprobs.com or send us a DM on Instagram. You know, mm-hmm. what are some what are some ways that you have found uh, to to help with exhaustion? Because here's the deal. Um, this like so so many of the com- the concepts we talk about in sliding into the DMs. This is not something that you're gonna like solve and it's right. good to go. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have season after season, um, and some of those are gonna be seasons where you're you're ready to take the next mountain, yep. and some of those are gonna be seasons where you're exhausted. And so finding ways to identify those uh, trigger points and um, finding ways to, to deal with the exhaustion in a healthy way um, that ensures that you're not just in ministry for this week or this mm-hmm. month or this year, um, but you're, you're able to, uh, uh, to cross the finish line um, yep. in a strong way and, yeah. uh, and, and serve the Lord uh, for your whole ministry. So yeah. Yeah. that's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Important is. stuff. Yep, it is. So thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks. Hey, and remember to hit subscribe wherever it is that you are uh, listening to this podcast. Hit subscribe. That way, every Tuesday morning when you wake up, the podcast is right there. It's waiting for you it's like right a there. like a, a Krona and a fresh cup of coffee oh, podcast. come on. Come on. <laughs> it's teed up and ready for you. And hey, do us a favor. <laughs> go to um, Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating, a nice review. We've been reading some of the reviews, you guys, that you're leaving, and they're just incredible, and they are they just are blessing us so much. And it's not to make a big deal out of us or make us sound like we're important, but really what it does is it helps with the algorithm. It helps to get the podcast in front of more people because we really do believe that this is something that adds value to people. So if you could do that, five-star rating, nice review, do it. If you can't do that, don't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Pass. Pass, pass. And also thanks for following us and hanging out with us on all of the social media accounts. You know, TikTok, we're over there. Instagram, Facebook, you can find us at Worship Leader Probs. Um, And even on Twitter, you can find us there by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yep. Engage with us, man. We love that. We love you. Uh, we also want to thank our, our dear friends at Maven Media Productions for all of their help with the podcast and uh, all the so many of the fire 
graphics that you're seeing and all those things are coming right from the, the good people at Maven. They're editing the podcast. So if your church or your ministry, your business, your company, whatever, you need some consulting done or some, some design work done or mm-hmm. uh, help in uh, developing a social media plan, hit them up. Yep. MavenMediaProductions.com. They are wonderful, wonderful people. Um, we love them and they love the Lord and they love the church and they, they're more than ready to, uh, to help you. And thanks to our, our friend Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. And until next time, deuces. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>